Welcome, cari signori. Welcome to the city of the unending Carnevale. Welcome to Venezia. But be aware, there are monsters behind the masks. <laughs> you know, Renz, this period of time in Italy is uh, the true carnival, the, the real carnival, not the, not, the, not the game. The, I'm talking the, the, the true uh, parades and parties, but 2021, I think that we'll see quite nothing of what we, we used to, to see in our cities. Do you have something like that in Netherlands? Uh, we do, we do have the, the carnival, but it's, mm, mm-hmm. hard, it's hard to compare it. it it's, it's, it's not, it's festive. I mean, I mean costumes, parties, uh, yeah. parades, yeah. is anything like that yeah. there? Yeah, we have it in the Netherlands as well, yeah. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is nice. No, no, nice. No, 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 because I, I don't, I actually don't know. I am ignorant about this, so I have to say, sorry, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll do an episode about carnival in in Netherlands. <laughs> Why not? Why not? We talk always, always about Venice, but come on, let's talk about Netherlands <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> Oh. In um, truth, I I didn't want to talk about the carnivale that we have nowadays, today, but I wish to share something that I I found during uh, my my researches in uh, about history and um, anecdotes, uh, something interesting to, to to tell you. Well, all tight because something there is something. And uh, sometimes reality, in my opinion, surpasses fantasy. So Carnaval in Venezia during the Serenissima, uh, moreover during the end of the Republic. Well, um, which was amazing. Uh, the rules of the, the way in which they, they celebrate Carnaval are incredibly ancient. I found that there were, there, there were laws about uh, how and when and where uh, people could wear uh, masks or costumes because the Carnaval actually lasted from the, the second half of October up to February or March, depends on uh, when Easter comes. Yes, about six, six months of Carnaval, there was actually a pause during Christmas time, but otherwise, they had six months of carnivale, of parties, of, uh, um, yes, the law is not so important. Uh, you, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's quite because a big party. Yeah. Yes, quite big time. <laughs> they, they last for a long time, actually. I don't know how could they work while partying. I, I really know. I have no ideas. But the, the masks and the costumes were actually very interesting. Mm, for example, between the uh, 17th to 18th centuries, there were a crazy amount of masks uh, roaming in Venice. Commoners were, for example, masks related to the characters from uh, the Comerte. They were called uh, mascare barone. I think that means something like cheating masks because they were not so important. Only rich and wealthy noble people could afford the, the, the Venetian masks that we know and love. For example, you know Venetian noble, uh, the miniature. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He, he wears the use of the Venetian masks, the, the white one with the, the mouth uh, closed, uh, only two holes for the eyes. Well, that kind of mask and the, the overall costume is the most famous. And there is a reason, because that mask was actually allowed during the whole year. So you could find people masked in that way in August, in uh, September, 
during Easter, in parties, at, uh, when you went to the casino to gamble, uh, people went there masked. Uh, only the croupier, who was usually a patrician, was unmasked and showed his face. That is insane, because masks were not worn to, um, to be, uh, how can I say, to be seen, to show your wealth. They were actually worn to, be, to hide your, your identity. You could not recognize a woman from a man under those masks. Even the voice was uh, uh, camouflaged. Because the, 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 the big shape of the mask altered your voice. You could keep your mask on for drinking and eating because that shape allowed you to drink and uh, eat while wearing it. You had not to remove it. It's insane. And uh, that particular mask, now I say the name, is uh, the costume, the whole costume, sorry, is uh, the bauta or baut. And uh, traditionally, it was um, made of three elements. Uh, a, a great cloak covering the whole, the figure from the head down to half of the person. The hat, usually three-corner, and the mask, uh, who, who was, that was, sorry, usually a white one and was called larva. Yes, like the larvae, the, the insect babies. But the, the, the meaning of the, the word is totally different because it, was, it comes from the, the Latin word that means white, because traditionally those masks were white. And what was, uh, this mask was, carried, was uh, worn by men and women alike. Even nuns during Carnevale went out of their monastery and had fun. But <laughs> I, I, I discovered some truly interesting facts about nuns, but we'll, I will uh, tell you when uh, we, we will do the, we are going to do the, the full faction review for Vatican. Yeah. <laughs> the Lacrimosa. Lacrimosa, oh. not Lacrimosa. Believe me. <laughs> she had a great fun. <laughs> that, that's, that's amazing. That, that's so much detail and so, so much history behind. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, in the Netherlands, everybody's just dressed as a peasant. And that's it. <laughs> Lowborn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's amazing. I I love those. That, that his, that's a great history lesson, Dario. No, it's, it's not history lesson. It's just curiosities because uh, I, I I didn't know anything about this actually before doing the these kind of research. Uh, another mask that was, in my opinion, stunning was uh, the Moretta. Moretta is a um, a mask worn only by women. Uh, it, uh, it was a round-shaped mask, usually black. That, uh, that's why the name Moretta, that in Italian sounds like a black face, something like that. And uh, the, particular, the, the, the peculiarity of this mask was that it had no straps or laces. They, what, the mask was held in place by a little button that the wearer uh, kept with their teeth. So it was a fascinating mask because uh, the wearer could not speak. And it was a sign of great elegance seeing those dams uh, wearing this mask without uh, any straps or laces. And they, they moved in uh, elegant ways and seducive ways because seduction was a great part of the whole masquerade. I, I think that was uh, truly amazing. Really amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I really hope we'll see that in some models for the traditions. That would be great. I really hope so. I really hope so. I really hope they could uh, exploit this uh, great um, richness, uh, the, the great richness of the actual history. I would love to see a, a character wearing the Moretta. Yeah. Maybe, who knows, the noble woman? <clears throat> noble woman, come on, <laughs> give us the noble woman. Okay, I'm sorry. I I was just transported by these this kind of stuff because I'm in love with history and uh, researching these it was it was like go find uh, find a treasure for me. But uh, no, sorry. <laughs> Let's go talk about miniature. 
if you don't mind. I don't want to <laughs> to bore anybody. No, it is super interesting, I think, for but uh maybe we should Thank talk you, about Rick. vampires again. <laughs> yes, we should. We should talk about vampires. Uh, do we want to take a look at our at our hobby progresses? Yeah. Do we? Sure. Yeah. Now let's talk about hobby. Do you wish to start? Yeah, or so shall no, I? Uh, I'll start. I'll start. Uh, <clears throat> so no, 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 no vampires, no strigoi. But uh, I just finished a couple of strigoi uh, vampire hunters. Hmm. No part of the Vatican. DC. Thomas TM Combat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a hidden. And then we have Felix. So a couple of foreigners in Venice. So I really like the models. And currently I'm actually working on the Prince of Thieves from the guild. I love the model. You, you, are, are, you, are you diving into the guild too? It's so good. I also, it's nice to see. Yeah, I also, yeah, I also have some guild. I, I love the Prince of Thieves set, the, the Prince Court. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. They, they are they're great models, and in game they are uh, very strong. Okay, we we talked about Baroni in the last episode, and uh, the Prince of Thieves uh, is. Uh, I, I faced it once. Uh, it was a pain in the. <clears throat> you you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I hope to finish them soon, and then uh, probably back to the Vatican. Mm-mm-mm. And you, and you also guilt. <laughs> Yes, I I actually completed my Pulcinella gang, that uh, and was a great fun to play to paint. Actually, usually I find white to be a, a challenge for me. Uh, I don't know why my 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 white uh, is always comes out bad. I don't know if I have to to give the two thin coats, three thin coats, four thin coats, but my thin coats are never good. This time I tried some. Something with uh, some contrast paints and then highlights with uh, with the, the pure white, and they are acceptable, I think. But the, the model that I am very proud of actually is uh, the uh, ostrich rider. I managed to to make this that miniature stand thanks for uh, thanks to a couple of bars that a friend of mine printed for me, and I I have to admit that I totally stolen the idea. From somebody else that I don't remember the name of. I'm sorry, my uh, unknown uh, patron, but uh, thank you. you. You gave me a great idea to not break the leg of the poor ostrich. Now, come on, TT Combat. I want the full set of ostrich riders to, to play the ostrich run. Come on, more ostrich, please. <clears throat> Ostriches. I think they were promised this year. So, ah, this I year, hope so. Right? I hope so. The year of the ostrich. <laughs> ostrich riders. So crazy, so nice. Mo- very, very nice. Very, very good models. And um, I continued with my project of a uh, Venetian theme board. Uh, I, I think that I'll release some picture in the next days. I don't know. And um, for the time being, I'm quite satisfied by the overall effect that uh, my rivas and canals are, are producing back. Time will tell. <laughs> Very good, Rens. Yeah. Yes. Uh, shall we now continue with the, the faction review? We got henchmen. Yes. And and the two lists that you that you gave us. Nice That's and sneaky. One. Nice and sneaky. Sneakiest. <laughs> Very good. Let's dive into the second part of the main topic of today's episode. Thank you, guys. Now that we are going to cover the uh, henchmen, first of uh, first of those is the Star of Dampir, one of the most recent reviews, actually. And uh, I like this model, even if at the first glance she is bad because she is very fragile. She uh, she has very very bad stats. Where the, the the place where she shines actually is uh, the incredibly low point cost. She is uh, only seven ducats, if I recall correctly. She is very, very cheap. 
nine ducats. Thank you, nine ducats. So it's she's extremely cheap, and she is not mindless. Using her attacks, she can uh, boost her uh, uh, statistics up to six. For, we're talking about attack, movement, dexterity, or mind, or mind if needed. So uh, if she manage, if she manages to to last a little bit longer and to fight a little bit longer, she can be quite efficient, I think, for just nine ducats. And she's not mindless, as I said. So good for objective game. Mm, I don't know if. I would throw any will point uh, for buffing this model, at, the, at least at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Maybe if she manages to, to reach an acceptable level of uh, attack or dexterity, or mm, it depends on what I need, she can be adjusted uh, for the, the flow of the game. And in that case, probably I am going to think to support her in some ways. Otherwise, she she's a road bomb, <laughs> and she do it quite well, I think, in a in a good way. She's cheap and effective. And uh, what do you think about the this crazy this crazy vampire? Oh, what I, what I like about her, a lot of the cheap characters, uh, the first most of them are mindless. She's not mindless, as you said. Second is, a lot of cheap characters have bad stats, and, you, and as a opponent, you don't really worry about them because they, yeah, they have bad stats. However, mm -hmm. if you don't take the starved vampire seriously, suddenly she doesn't have bad stats anymore, and she has attack 6 and dexterity 6 if, if you're not paying attention. So yes. they're cheap, but you have to keep an eye on them that they don't go out of control and suddenly become <laughs> like these really <laughs> strong characters. And I love that mechanic. Like, it makes them she, really interesting. She doesn't want to be underestimated. Yeah. You have to, to put that brick in her mouth as soon as you can. Otherwise, she, Otherwise will... Yeah. she will grow fast. I, I don't know if there, there is anything else about the, the, the dumper. Uh, have you got any thoughts on there? The only thing I want to say is that the, the, at first glance, the, the, the Strigoi's faction was a bit uh, weakened because of the changes. But one mm -hmm. of the things that they got was really cheap uh, henchmen. And we'll see that in the next choice with the newborn. It's very valuable for your gang building uh, options to have these really cheap henchmen, that is very important. So I think yes. that makes them stronger. Yes, indeed. Mm, having cheap henchmen can uh, help fill your roster and uh, probably focus on uh, better heroes. And uh, yes, why, why not? Mm, I, I, I often struggle while, uh, while uh, list building because I want that particular model but then uh, I am short of one or two ducats but all my henchmen are at least 10 or 9 and I want so badly uh, a 6 or 7 ducats henchmen to help me fill my roster in the way that I intend but choices yeah. Uh, yeah. have to be made sometimes have to be made sometimes yes the story dumper is just one of those characters that really helps in uh, list building. The Salve, the Dampir, and the new boss, Trivoy, is even better. But now, there is a, one of the workhorse of the faction, the common Strigoi. And uh, I like the common Strigoi a lot. They have no, uh, they're not specialized in any field. They are just good in every situation. Mm, they are 13 Ducats models, so they are not that expensive. They are expensive as henchmen, but not as expensive when you take a look of what they bring onto the onto the gaming board. Dexterity 5, for, ex for example, is great. And uh, they got of Expert Offense 1, they got uh, uh, Protection 4, okay, it's quite standard, but Attack 4 for an henchman is good. Mm, I usually... Uh, when when I, I I try to to write uh, a strigoi list just for my intimate fun, 
usually the common strigoi is my first pick uh, for the henchman. Then I go for the other henchman, okay? But this, what, at least one common strigoi is present in, in every list that I write. And they are good for they're they're good starting point for any kind of buff. They will receive um, any, any buff in a in a great way. Actually, they can be boosted in many in many ways. Um, any tricks or tactics to share, Renz? Mm. No, it's it's like you said. They're they're generally good, which in my opinion makes them a little bit boring <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> they're 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 good. I mean, they, they, they're a good, solid template to work from. Uh, they really represent the faction very well. Uh, and, yeah, they, there's not much to add, I think. Yes, they're, they're master of, of known, actually. But mm, they are good in every, in every situation, in my opinion. They, can, they are a good answer to any sort of situation that can rise during a game. Uh, the strigoi can handle the common strigoi can handle more or less uh, any 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 possible scenario. They can grab objectives. They can go fighting. There there is nothing they cannot do in in acceptable in an acceptable way. Of course, if yeah. they are against a specialized four, they will uh, they will lose. But they are still henchmen. Yeah. We wish to talk about uh, your uh, your rising star, the newborn strigoi. <laughs> yes, he is a rising star, but mostly because he's so cheap. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> it, it's not his stats that I'm excited about, but eight points, that, that's nice. That's something that the, the Strigoi faction really could use. I mean, like you said, with gang, with building your gang, sometimes you just need those two extra points. Well, that's what the newborn Strigoi is here for to give you those points at a cost of not being a very good character but he's also he's not useless because there's there's his first three stats are well his first move is five which is actually high yes and then his dexterity is normal and his attack is normal it's basically only his protection and his life points which are not very good no. <laughs> and why he's so cheap but it does mean that because his move is high and his dexterity is normal, he can still do a lot of things quite well as long as he's not the target of an attack. Yes. So moving about, board control, uh, grabbing objectives, even if he's mindless, just repositioning them. Yes, he can move. He can grab and move objectives around the board. Yes, of course. Yeah. So he has a lot of uses, and like I said, he's he's eight points. So. Yeah, I, I like him. I like him. Yeah. Yes, I, I think that a, a good counter is not is not actually a counter, but he he's uh, forced to spend life points on his frenzied rule if uh, he, if he is forced to attack. So since he has got a, such a low life point pool, you have to be very careful choosing which engagements, which uh, which targets. You are going to to try to attack if you want to attack. Um, there's nothing great about this character, in my opinion, other than uh, it's it's a filler. is incredibly cheap, and he can do this kind of a scenario play uh, uh, or try to control the board in a in a, an acceptable way. Yes, because it's. And he's all Relatively fast and uh, dexterity is average. Yeah. What do you say? Sorry. Sorry. He's also good at dealing with models that are like his points. I mean, he has no trouble with taking out a madman or slaves. So in his point category, he can do he can do some damage using his. <laughs> yeah. In lightweight category, he's a yeah. he's a monster. <laughs> he's heavyweight in the lightweight category. Yeah, <laughs> heavyweight in the lightweight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just don't expect much of him. I mean, you know, I, I was so 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 sad when when I saw the the actual uh, stat card of the uh, of the new board three guy because uh, the first uh, contact that I had with this uh, this model uh, was a. Uh, 
when I read the, the funeral gondola scenario, and he said, wow, the newborn Strigoi is, is, uh, is truly great. Uh, he's got a lot of, lot of abilities. He's uh, really nasty. Then I, I, I saw the, the actual stat card. But who, who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I think in this scenario, it was probably Flood that was reborn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the, the, the scenario is a lot of fun, I think. I have yet to play these these uh, those special scenarios, but they are so 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 flavorful that I I really wish to to have the chance to play them. Mm. Now, uh, after the the poor new boss Trigoi, there is another character that is not a a stellar fighter, but he is so great in any other sense than Osferatu. We are talking about a 13 Ducats model who brings two command points as an henchman. Oh my goodness. And he has not the usual limit that you find in such models like, for example, the altar, the altar boy who can spend his command points on his own command ability. No, because an Osferatu can spend his command points as he wishes. They are in the Nosferatu is an incredible support character. We are missing the Strige, but we got the Nosferatu who can basically do the, the gateway spell without being a mage, without the possibility to be dispelled. Just spending a command point, you rep, uh, reposition a model eight inches away from, uh, from, one, inches from, from one inch from the Nosferatu. It's incredible, I think. He yeah. opens and unlocks so many possibilities uh, that is, is really great, I think. Yeah, it really it's really the emphasis of speed. Again, if you combine this with a Reaper, for example, you can really leap the Reaper away right into the spot that you want. <laughs> I mean, can, I, I like them. He can even keep the pace with Reaper because of the of the high dexterity and high high movement of the Nosferatu. He's got a seventy-five, so it's great, and he's got yeah. consumed too. So it's quite is a surprising resilient against a ranged attack. Yeah, yeah, he's got like defense five or something. Yeah, I mean, he's it's such an interesting. I think this is such an interesting character. At the end, he's a support character. He's not going to kill anybody. No, totally, no. But, <laughs> Only attack but, is too, too, too bad. <laughs> yeah. But you have other characters for that. I mean, you you have your Reapers and your Morgai. They can do all the all the killing stuff. But this guy, yeah, he's, he's so interesting. Also for grabbing objectives and keeping them safe. You know, just climbing up buildings and hiding somewhere. Yeah, I think they're really nice, really cool. Yes, Nosferatu, I think that they are going to unlock many possibilities in, uh, for, for the Strigoi players. Those two common points uh, are poor gold, in my opinion. And uh, they can go really go grab objectives and uh, be a pain in uh, the what you know of, uh, of your opponents. Mm, but then there is the, the character that you were mentioning before, talking about the brides. Do you wish to... Uh, tell us anything about the trolls. The trolls, yes, I like them. They're they're cheap, um, but you know, if we look at the stats, there's nothing really too excited. There's like a, a citizen sort of stats, but they can get a, a a club with a stun or a crossbow, which is a nice bonus. But the real gold is in the is in the bloodletting. Uh, they allow to, they allow other vampires uh, to to sort of drain them, and then they lose life points, but the vampire gain life points. Now this is this is. I mean, vampires are already good at healing themselves, and now that this gives them even more healing abilities uh, for chief henchmen. But like I already sort of mentioned, if you a normal vampire can use the life points. Will points, but, but the brides can use this for magic without sacrificing their own life points. They can just eat a thrall slowly. 
And I think I think they're just really good to have one or two thralls. Yes, they are the distributed version of the of the madman in that particular instance. They are living batteries of uh, power for the brides. Yeah, that's uh, a good the, comparison. Yeah, the vampires in general, I think they can enjoy such useful henchmen. Uh, first of all, as you said, they can do something with their weapons because uh, the the any any weapon that can stun is good. Uh, okay, the 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 crossbow is not that reliable. We are talking about a three attack character, but thirty inches of range is great. And if you need to chip off. Chip away uh, a couple of one or two hit points, uh, you can probably accomplish that task. Mm, and but the, the, the great part, as you said, is uh, the, the possibility to sacrifice with hit points, life points to heal friendly vampires. And you can do that when uh, when you activate a troll. So uh, you can reach actually the vampire that is in need of healing. They're, uh, they're great, I think. For their cost, they're they're perfectly fine in uh, any Strigoi gang. Yep. Yeah, totally. Very useful. The last henchmen to be covered uh, are the Romani. We already uh, had a look at the Romani uh, in the last episode when talking about the um, Romani caravan subfaction uh, box. But uh, as I already said, I love them. I, I like Romani so much because of the uh, of the of the of the mage zero ruler that can uh, give them access to cantrips, and uh, they are uh, they're interesting, dif- very difficult to master because if if you are fielding the four Romani that I suggest you to field, if you want to play them because you got four different uh, um, four different uh, disciplines. And each one of those um, have to pick one different uh, disciplines until you got uh, the all of all of the all of those. Uh, you have to remember a lot of spells, actually. Yeah, <laughs> you have to remember a lot of spells. Unfortunately, they are they are quite bad casters with uh, mine too. But you can always boost because we have got four will points. So. I would gladly toss a will point to help them to cast that country of chariot that uh, we love so much. Yeah. I don't know. They they are not uh, my first pick when uh, if I want to play pure Strigoi. Mm, but uh, I think that in their specific subfaction they can uh, really be interesting. They are lock a, a different uh, play style. Yeah. Mm, any there yeah. to share about the well, money? I have one one thing that I think makes them a bit more valuable. Mm-hmm. If I would, I would go personally for wild magic. Hmm. The most interesting is cantrip of justice, because suddenly, normally they're restricted to one cantrip, but suddenly with cantrip of justice, they can pick from all the other spells on the board, which, if you're playing Romani, is quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. You know, it suddenly makes them very well uh, interesting because it, it, yeah they, they get so much more options than just a single cantrip. I yes. know some spells are useless, like blessing of the sky, because they're only a mage hero. But yeah, yeah. If you, if you combine this with the tarot reader, then you can cast. You can try to cast. <laughs> let me say this correctly, because their mind values are not that great. Uh, gateway twice, for example, which you otherwise couldn't do. Mm-hmm. This this is actually a good a good, uh, a good thing a, a good thing. But the problem here that I see is uh, that probably you are going to to do this trick just once because they got only four will points. And when you cast the country of a uh, uh, what's the, what is name uh, the well magic one justice it, yeah. justice yes you. You then you have to pay. First of all, the the difficulty of, this, of the, that spell is seven, so probably you are going to to throw a will point into into casting that the country. Then you have to spend the will points required by the spells, 
and probably you're going to to use the last one or two will points to try to boost your mind <laughs> but yes why not if you choose the right spell and the right timing they can they can really do the trick <laughs> why not yeah yeah like i said it's not it's not great and there's a lot of risk involved but it does make them more interesting and more diverse and more flexible than for example if you i think they would be a bit boring with just cantrip of uh, i think the devil where they just like do one one life point yeah, yeah. yeah not the yes quite boring yeah. the options options here are, there are many options actually and the country of justice uh, justice truly uh, unlocks um, a lot of those the the problem here is timing timing and probably experience in playing uh, such complex models they got tons of interaction interactions hmm yeah, and even if you get the timing right, if your dice are not with you, then yes, <laughs> it's only too much. Yeah, I'm to lose, but hey, it's it's just a game. Yeah. <laughs> so I I think they are they are a fun model. I I don't think they're the best, but I think they're really fun. Yes, indeed. Okay, now we covered all the models available for the Strigoi faction, but now how could you put in use our wise advices and tips we had a we have a surprise for you uh, Renz made two evil lists one that is the evilst evils how is the word okay the the, the notiest the, the worst the, the baddest list is a 100 ducat list set for uh, to be um, a good all-around list that can Play actually any any scenario and uh, crush any foe. The other one is a 150 ducats list that is aimed for a campaign game. So um, probably more narrative. I don't know. Will uh, is this a surprise for me too? So, Renz, unlock your all your secrets and lighten our minds. 100 ducats bone breaker strigoi list. Yes, so for the 100 list, I thought I would do something uh, something interesting. Uh, so it, it's a bit of a complex list, but I, I will explain it. Mm -hmm. um, it's also very much, it's easy to buy, so you don't need a lot of boxes. Wow. Uh, so for, first, let me start. Uh, we have the crone as the leader, the blood crone. Okay. Uh, she's already... Uh, I think the most complex of the three leaders. Um, then for our hero choices, we start with the seer, of course. We've already gave her high praise, so she has to be part of the list. My second Ready? hero choice is one of the brides of Dracula. Okay. And then, so that's a lot of magic already. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Three major spellcasters. So now we need a bit of a muscle. So I added a Reaper. Of course, why not? Um, so we're nearly out of points already at this point. So we have a, a starving uh, vampire, a newborn, and a frol. So little muscles, yes. So the main strike force is the Reaper, and I call this list my alpha strike list. So this is list, uh, you have the opportunity to sort of fire off your Reaper on the first turn and attack somewhere where you think the opponent is weak. Um, I did a little calculation. So I'll do, I'll do one example of what you can do with this list. Okay. So you start by, you start by activating your Seer. Uh, she can use her command ability for some rerolls. Uh, she can cast Blessing of the Sky, so adding two attacks to the Reaper. And she can cast, I don't know, uh, maybe the Cantrip to get another reroll on the Destiny dice. Or you can go for one of the more complex spells, depending on what you feel like. Mm -hmm. so now your Reaper is uh, already pretty strong with seven attacks and a couple of rerolls available to him. Um, then we start off making him go fast. You can go with the crone if you give her wounds. 
uh, you can uh, make the Reaper fly using a walk between worlds, combined mm -hmm. with cantrip of the stars, also give him an extra action point. Uh, we're already talking about a 20 inch movement, flying at this point, ethereal flying. Um, so yeah, you can just strike where you think the enemy is weak. My goodness. This is an incredible alpha strike, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. of course, there are some risks. I mean, the Reaper will probably not survive, but yeah. Who cares? So important. Yeah. And if you're really creative, you can also sort of try to throw in the, uh, the Starving Vampire or the Newborn. But I think the Newborn will probably spend his time throwing around the Crone, <laughs> as we discussed. <laughs> Yes, why not? <laughs> and the thrall will be the, the bodyguard of the bride, allowing uh, her to feed on him while she casts, for example, waves of uh, force. With mine 10. With mine 10, of course. Why not? <laughs> why not? So that, that's basically the list. So it, it's full of tricks. It's probably complex to, to play, or at least it requires some thinking about who to go first. And it's really about taking the initiative. Also, you have plenty of command points. Use them fast, use them a lot. That's my idea. Yes. You have not to be shy with this list. Not fear to, to lose the Reaper uh, in first instance. Yes, it, is a, it can be buffed up to incredible levels, actually, by those uh, three casters. It's a, it's a great idea. Um, you still have seven models, so it's not, uh, it's not so elite, in my opinion. It's a great list. Probably, yes, it's not easy to, easy to play because you've got uh, at least you got six, six uh, no, more, more than six spells because the crone knows a, a country too. And uh, yes, you've got a lot of magic, actually. Yeah. And choose it wisely, but the, the, the advices that you that you are giving are incredibly good. Congratulations, Rance. You are an evil mastermind. <laughs> I don't, maybe I should uh, invest in some uh, Strigoi. Probably. <laughs> the the only downside that I that I can see here is uh, that you got on seven on seven models three are mindless. No, dump, the dumpier isn't mindless. No. Or is it? I, no. So no. only the Reaper and the Newborn. Not bad. No, no, no. It's not bad at all. Wow. Uh, is any other trick upon your sleeve that you want to share? Mm, no, I think we discussed all the tricks in the specific models in this list. So. Very good. And uh, what about the campaign mode? Yeah. Um, so I was just going through my notes to see if I can add it up to 150. So for the campaign, when I'm thinking about a campaign list, there are a couple of things that are important and it's basically general rules as far as campaign lists go. First, uh, I don't invest in unique characters because they cannot get victory, uh, they cannot get uh, points. Yes. They cannot they uh, get new skills. Yes, they do not progress. Yeah, they do not. And, and what I... One of the great things I like about playing campaign is that your models can become better. Yes, yes, and indeed. They can't, so <laughs> so I avoided all uh, all unique models. Second, uh, you don't know what type of scenario you're going to play, so you have to be a lot more generic in your models. In the you can't be too specific in your list because one one moment you can be playing a scenario to kill people, the other the other you need. Uh, uh, to uh, to find objectives or all kinds of or escape the park, you have to be very flexible. And the last thing you don't need to make sure you have plenty of henchmen, because mm -hmm. otherwise you end up with an elite list just because people are dying. Yes, that is happening to my to my port guild in campaign. I'm I got only three henchmen left. And unfortunately, I cannot gain. Uh, I don't know why, but I cannot gain ducats. So I am playing a, a very, very elite uh, guild list, but I am oh. not 
I'm not so competent to do that. So <laughs> I'm keeping it. Oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. I, I won't talk about uh, I won't talk about my my uh, unlucky experience with my guild. <laughs> it it is a good warning to others. Mm-mm. Take those henchmen. So I'll go through it. It's a, it's a lot of models because it's 150 points, but it's more of a general boy. So in this case, I went for the noble street boy. Solid. He's just he's a solid choice. He's I think a good fighter, good for any any scenario. Uh, my heroes, of course, there she is again, the seer, my main spellcaster. I I did go a bit low in spellcasting this list. Uh, one. One uh, thing I add is the Highborn Servant, because in scenario, in, in campaigns, it's relatively easy to buy equipment. Yes. Uh, because, because it's cheap. Uh, when you get a couple of, uh, when you get a little, a few ducats, you can already buy a piece of equipment. Yeah. And I think that combines well with Highborn Servant. Hmm. Uh, then I also included some Mindless Muscle, so the Hulking Morai. Morai, and of course a Reaper, both good solid fighters. Uh, you can leave them at home if you don't want, like uh, if you don't need mindless characters. And then we have a a lot of henchmen. So I got actually included three thralls. <laughs> yeah, um, right. Because I mostly because I think they will die pretty often and fast. <laughs> Possibly because they do stuff, and they are very good at keeping other models alive. That you, for example, if you have a couple of models who are who really progressed strong, then you might want to take some extra effort in feeding them trolls. I've got a common strigoi, again generic good fighter, a newborn, just to have somebody, just the last eight points, and a Nosferatu. Nosferatu. I like them. They're very interesting. So I was I was thinking of switching him for a common strigoi, but I I think he's more interesting. Yeah, because the same about the Nosferatu brings those two common points and all the movement yeah. shenanigans is, is too too good to pass on. Exactly. If you combine him with the seer and the noble, you have a solid like uh, nine command points. So I think that's good. Even in in, uh, in scenarios that requires you to fill all your 150 ducats, I think that this list is very solid. Yeah. You got lots of lots of activations and lots of CPEs, magic, uh, the magic that you need actually to support your fighters. And the series is extremely good in this role. Yeah. It, it doesn't have a lot of tricks, it, but it has some some few uh, fun fun things to do. You know when you got when you got so many common points, actually, the tricks uh, are just mm, using using the, the faction common ability. It, just with that, you unlock so many possibilities for your for your gang. I mean, yeah, it, it, they they are they are great in this in this sense. They can uh, really control the board. And when you feel yeah. the warlock and reaper. Hmm, they can carve a bloody path through your enemy. Yes, yes, as, especially supported by noble. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You got some great ideas. Thank you, Rens, for sharing with us. Thank you for allowing me to share my uh, evil thoughts. Evil thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> You're a mean person. Oh, <laughs> nice of you. <laughs> So guys, what do you think of the Strigoi full faction review? I hope that you are satisfied by, uh, by our uh, efforts. And uh, I really hope that uh, this, uh, this, this review was actually uh, error-proof. I don't know if, if we made mistakes. I don't think so, actually, because Renz was the overview of the whole project and is a mastermind here. <laughs> yes, you are, Renz. <sighs> But I, I still make mistakes, unfortunately. <laughs> but please, if, if there are any mistakes, if we got anything wrong, let us know. Uh, we, we can only learn from that. Yes, we are still learners. 
as everybody else, but yes, we are still learners. Mm, I I hope that the the whole schedule actually was was good with you. And um, if you want to point out anything that can improve or change, we are too boring. The the lists were weak in this case. I blame you, Rens, because you are the mastermind. <laughs> no, <it's>, uh, <laughs> all right. I, I also love to be back if anybody plays the list. <laughs> and and don't blame blame me if you don't have any friends at, anymore. Okay. okay, nobody will blame you. I can assure you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, yes. I I hope that uh, the the idea behind this full faction review is not boring for you, and um, I hope, really hope, that uh, splitting the the the, the 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 review in two parts uh, was a good idea. Um, let us know. Let us know so we can make it make it better for the next time. And speaking about the next time, the next faction in line actually is Ren Stanley, please. It's time oh, for the yes, doctors. The doctors of the Ospedale dei Malati di Mente di San Servolo. Hmm, it's so satisfying to say that. Ospedale dei Malati. Oh, you say you. it so well. You know, I'm cheating. Uh, I'm Italian. I, I, I can't speak Italian. Wow! <laughs> That's great. As always, I wish to remember you if uh, you're new to the game, go to the Carnevale app. Dot com that is uh, the website the official website for carnevale from tt combat and that's that's the place where the gang builder is with uh, all the rules for all of your models then if you are a player and i hope so actually we hope so uh, check venicebyrentlight.com run by our friend donald the website is full of useful articles and the incredibly useful wiki always updated with the latest news from our beloved Lewis Clark game developer who's still not answering to my my questions. Lewis, come on. You want to know if a, a bodyguard can can bodyguard his own bodyguard guy? Come on, let us know. <laughs> we need, we to, need know to know if I can pull the trick. We can't. Or oh, our tactics depend yes. on it. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you, thank you for staying with us, and uh, hope we hope to see you soon. Goodbye. 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 Ciao. Ciao. Arrivederci a Venezia. <laughs>